watch this. Usually I pick the movies for this podcast on a wheel, or I'm, I'm feeling extra saucy, I pick the next movies manually. But if one of my panelists has a birthday coming up, I let them have the reins for a week. Recently, Raleigh got us all to watch Jupiter Ascending, and this week, Woo! in advance of his own birthday, Andrew's getting us all to watch the first Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie. With me, I have Andrew, of course. <laughs> yes. And Riley. It's Diary of a Wimpin' Time. <laughs> <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid premiered on March 19, 2010. It was directed by Thor Frenthal, written by Jackie Filgo, Jeff Filgo, Jeff Judah, and Gabe Sachs, based on the book by Jeff Kinney, and uh, stars Zachary Gordon, Robert Capron, Rachel Harris, Steve Zahn, and Devin Bostick. It tells the familiar story of Greg Hefley, who's destined for great things, but first has to get through middle school. And I'm going to read the critics' consensus. Unlike its best-selling source material, Diver and Wimpy Kid fails to place a likable protagonist at the center of its middle school humor, and its underlying message is drowned out as a result. As always, if you want to watch along with us, then you can go over to Just Watch to find out where you can buy, rent, or stream the movie in your area. This time you'll need to have the movie at the 000 timestamp, and uh, when I give the countdown and say now, then press play and you should be synced with us. Alright, what do you think of us doing Diver and Wimpy Kid? That critic can suck a lemon. <laughs> that is the critic's consensus. Um, <laughs> I have the book, so... Yeah. I have the book. I have books one, uh, six, uh, four, and there's a black one. I forgot which number it is. Um, yeah, I... Uh, like, I know... My younger brother used to read the books. I I think we still have some of them. I don't know if we still do, but um, I, I also saw this movie during its theatrical run, which is pretty poggers. <laughs> certainly is. I remember seeing this movie for the first time. It was on like HBO On Demand during the month of July of 2011. And I was really sad that it was being taken off at the end of the month. But lo and behold, I got the movie on DVD for my eighth birthday, which was at the end of this month, at about that month. So that was pretty polycars, if you ask me. <laughs> I should point out, though, that um, my love for this film is sort of ironic. Like, I recognize that it's not a godsend, but I, I do have nostalgic enjoyment for it. Yeah. It's like a guilty pleasure. Huh? What'd you say, Riley? It's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, my it's it's Jupiter ascending for me. Yeah, it's your Jupiter ascending. Yeah, Jupiter ascending, but it's a slice of life comedy. Jupiter ascending Jupiter ascending did not have Roderick. 
It also didn't have Zooey Mama. <laughs> okay, here yeah. we go. Jupiter Ascending, but with a lap track. <laughs> <laughs> Jupiter Ascending, you know, but uh, they... This is gonna be a... This is gonna be a step up from my birthday episode last year for my podcast, Rock of Ages, when we did one of my favorite albums of all time, uh, The Ross and Fall of Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. And only two people showed up. It was like my, it was going to be like my big birthday episode, but the only people who showed up were Isaiah and uh, you, Romy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very sorry, but um, uh, to be mm. fair, we were no, on I'm, the I mean, I, you're excused, Riley, of course, because you're in town. I mean, but, to be fair, um, we were, it, it was the summer schedule where, like, it was, uh, every, what? we recorded every Wednesday and Saturday, so I, and the birthday episode happened to be recording on Wednesday, so of course not many people could show up. Yeah, that, that that's fair. And while there are just three of us here, uh, for this birthday episode, my first out of two this year, I would, I, I still... This will be pretty enjoyable because I get to I get to spend the night watching one of my uh, favorite nostalgia movies with my two bestest internet friends. Yeah. Okay. Um. Enough jibber jabbering. Uh. Is everybody ready to go? Woo! Yeah. Also, can I uh, do the uh, three, two, one now thing because my birthday episode? Okay. Sure. Three, two. One exploded diaper. Go. <laughs> uh, mm. It would be so funny if we kept... I also let the people know that this is our second take because the first uh, take, the stream was horrible, but now it's much better. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely a lot better. Yeah. Um, Celebrating 75 years of wimpiness. <laughs> It's wimpin' time. That was my favorite line of Greg Heffley's in Morbius 2. <laughs> September. It's almost September. It's Roderick! It's, it's, hey! it's so hot! It's him! It's the best he's boy. So, yeah, he's so hot. I was about to say cool, but then I realized that's Chris Pratt's job already. <laughs> Hey, I was gonna say something. Uh, I forget. Yeah, I, you know when Greg jumped out of bed, it kind of reminded me of like that caveman SpongeBob meme. I don't get it. Oh, which one? Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll oh, let I, you know. Oh, I think I know what. Uh, I think I know like um, caveman SpongeBob. What you're talking about? Yeah, when he's all like, he looks all defensive and whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh I remember yeah. I remember seeing a caveman SpongeBob meme referencing Roger Rabbit. It was like said something like mm. when you're about to send a letter to your beautiful wife only to realize you've been framed for murder. Um, <laughs> I, I want to see if I can still find it. Mm. Looks like Greg Greg Halfway just got pr pranked by Roderick. He's he's been pranked. Also, this is the uh, introduction of the most insane man of all time, Frank Halfley. Okay. And there we have future Islamic terrorist Manny Halfley. <laughs> so, Raleigh, uh, like, 
I think it was in an earlier episode we mentioned uh, the crimes that every Diary of a Wimpy Kid uh, character committed. <laughs> That's right. I did share that with you guys. Yeah. It was like on my For You page like a few months ago. And it was, was... somebody's final that they had to like, it was their speech final for college. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny because they were, <laughs> um, it was like, apparently it was like Rally would commit vehicular manslaughter. I think, um, Fregley would commit, I think it would be treason or no, 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 torture. And then, um, it was like super funny. And like, I think it was, uh, Manny Heffley. I, I don't know. I don't know what Manny did, but it's super funny. I, I feel like if. Wait. Oh, Rowley were Greg to Hefley. commit a crime, it would be. I found if, it. If Rowley was ever to do a crime, it would be because it, it would be manslaughter. He wouldn't I... really <laughs> want to kill anyone. Yep. Somebody, um. So, so like, I, I found it. It was on my Tumblr, in my old Tumblr. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, when you're trying to live or love with your wonderful wife, only you find out you've been framed for murder, and it's just a caveman SpongeBob meme where it's just caveman SpongeBob, um, drawn in, like, drawn with, like, the, some Roger Rabbit stuff I, on him. I, I do want to point out that, uh, I think this movie is, like, Greg Heffley, and this is, like, the reason why I want to be rich and famous, because Greg Heffley got rich and famous. I mean, just look at him. But the but the problem is, uh, Greg Kefley is a narcissist, a sociopathic, pathological psychopath liar. I was trying too much to be like Greg Kefley, when I should have been like Rally Jefferson. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Yeah, also Rally Jefferson is baby. Rally Jefferson is baby and must be protected. <laughs> yeah. That's like Commander. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like... find that video. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crime. I swear, I wanted to be Greg Kefley so hard. Oh my like, God, no. it's like it's like Joker for kids. You say? Yep. You know that wait, diary what? is kind of like the Bible. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, I'm trying to. Also, uh, you've seen White Woman jump scare in FNAF, and you've seen uh, Blue Man jump scare in Megabind. Get ready for white jump scare and just a white man jump scare in just a couple of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I've been trying to. I'm looking up like the crime PowerPoint for Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and apparently the top result says um, Riverdale and Diary of a Wimpy Kid actor guilty no! of killing No. <laughs> Wait, who? Which which Diary of a Wimpy Kid actor? I think it was a uh, Ryan Grantham. Okay, I don't know who that is. I don't know either. Anyway, uh, on this scene, uh, don't be intimidated, Andrew. Just imagine Roderick without his shirt on. Uh, oh no, he's hot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> William. Squilliam returns. That was such a good episode. Oh, I just mm -hmm. noticed the Ice Age was on the TV. I noticed that too. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to find Oh yeah, there's Ice Age. Yeah. Yeah, we should totally get to Ice Age on watch this. The first one. Wait until one. it's the next episode on this podcast. Um I'm probably just gonna add it to the wheel. Tune in next week when we cover Morbius 2. Mm-hmm.
Let there be more, Ben. Join us next week when we cover Morbius 2, um, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. I think Dawn of the Dinosaurs was 3, not 2. I know, but Morbius 2, the meltdown. Mm. Oh my god. Okay, Join us wait, next I week found... when we cover Morbius Collision Course. I found the um, I found the PowerPoint. <laughs> so it was, no. um, so Susan Heffley would be harboring terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Heffley would be treason. Yeah. And look, um, it's Robbie from Jess. Right. It actually has the same Heffley, actor as Robbie. Yeah. Did you guys hear Greg Heffley? Yeah. What was he saying? Greg Heffley racketeering. (laughs) Manny Heffley international terrorism. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God. Roderick Heffley advocating overthrowing the government. Yeah, he's a punk rocker. Rally vehicular manslaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Fregley would be torture. Yeah, that that's that's spot on. He's I bet Fregley would be really, really into that BDSM shit. And then and guess what the person got on their final? What? They got a hundred percent. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo <laughs> That is so poggers and based. <laughs> I want to meet them. I want the, I want to come to their house and I want to give them a hug. Ah, uh, I want to hug them. <laughs> wait, wait, who farted? Not me. Um. Anyway. Uh, Riley? What? Did you just accuse Riley of farting? No, I didn't. Then what was that sound? I have no clue what that was. It was Morbius. <laughs> it's like the mysterious ticking noise. Or maybe it was one of the stop and shop robots. They're just They're just they're quoe slowly creeping around your door. Anyway, get ready for the worst character in fiction in three, two, one. There he is. Yeah. Ginger jump scare. <laughs> Ginger jump. <laughs> Fregley, I think, is a horrible autism character because he he obviously has some sort of neurological disability. Oh, okay. I feel like I think the second movie proves that the gym teacher character would also be would also be like arrested for some sort of crime against a child. Especially since the next, the first thing he does in this uh, episode is in this movie is divide uh, students by uh, shirts versus skins. Hey, so um, let me see. Uh, Look at this! This gym teacher is forci- forcibly making all the kids take their shirts off. Oh wait! I I, I mean I have an you idea. Think that's you don't even think that's a little sussy baka. Wait um wait like what if a diary of a wimpy kid had Eddie Redmayne in it? 
<laughs> oh my god. Eddie <laughs> Redmayne as Roger Keffley. <laughs> that oh would be very god. different. And then he starts singing empty chairs and empty tables. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end just goes, Go! <laughs> <laughs> and, and like he's literally just the same character as Jupiter Ascending. As oh my God! Wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Lame is, but Eddie Redmayne is actually playing his character in Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> and like Greg Heffley is there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Heffley is Jean Valjean. Yes. I can't, I can't believe how small Robbie was back in the old days. Oh, he's very small. Small. Mm. He's like, uh, like, did you see Schaeferla's ranking of all the um, Mario Kart characters? Uh, no, but I'm not giving him any more of my money until he watches Darvu and Beacon and gives it the rating it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also, love his. Also, by the way, Chloe Grace Moretz is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. I Everybody forgets she was in that movie. What character is she? I think she's, she's the... that girl. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that is Chloe Moretz. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, I think she's oh. reading How by Alan Ginsberg. Gins I recently um, watched this movie called, called Hick, and it was Chloe Moretz and Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> and it's actually, like, I don't know what to think of it, to be honest. It's a movie. It's one of the movies that exists. Eddie Redmayne pr plays, like, a southern-accented guy, and he, like, <laughs> kidnaps Chloe Moretz. Jupiter Ascending, but Eddie Redmayne has a southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really know what to think of that movie, honestly. Apparently, it's, like, free on YouTube. It's, like... You can watch it's like somebody illegal you like uploaded it and you can pirate it on YouTube. Shout out to all the TikTokers who illegally downloaded uh, that movie. Oh my god. No, uh shout out to all the really TikTokers who are legally downloading uh Master of Puppets for their Stranger Things TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. considering yeah, but... uh Laura Zulrich's stance on uh legal downloading. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, Guys, get ready for the greatest scene in movie history. Okay. Um. Oh, oh my god! The cheese touch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we want to? Should we just say uh, reenact the scene? Mm. Because we could. I could definitely do the. Uh, a good like, we used to have a. Like, like we had a an, an incident. Stop! <laughs> good God, man! You almost got the cheese touch. Player one, player two, and player three run away from player four after seeing them touch intensely moldy cheese. That's an event I had in my Hunger Games sim. I, I haven't done the Sims in a while, but um, I guess I should. Nobody knew where it came from. Nobody touched it. Nobody threw it away. And so there it sat, getting moldier and moldier by the day. And then one day, a kid named Darren Walsh made the biggest mistake of his life. It's like nuclear cooties. <laughs> Darren had the cheese touch. It was worse than nuclear cookies. C nuclear cooties. I... And then he 
The only way to get rid of the cheese touch is by passing it on to someone else. I love, I love, like, of all this lore. I love and this so lore. it began. The cheese touch frenzy. Friend turning on friend. Brother turning on sister. It was madness. You know Until a German exchange student named Dieter Mueller took it away. Okay. Okay, uh, Arali, what were you gonna say? Um, when, for some reason, like, this actually was a thing in, like, at my elementary school, like, everyone would, like, do the whole cheese touch game. This happened at my elementary school, too. You're joking! It, I'm not. And so the cheese sits, patiently waiting for its next victim. Uh, you know, when this I was- This is a very offensive accent. Yeah, guys, uh, when I was a kid, I we didn't have the cheese touch because uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid wasn't a, a thing until I was a teenager. <laughs> Society before the cheese touch. Before, before, before lockdown. Hmm. Guys, I, I know COVID-19 is really bad, and I'm definitely not against, like, lockdown, but keep in mind, the cheese touch was way much worse. Yeah, um... I'm, I mean, it's been plaguing this country for almost 15 years now. Uh, it's only just two. I'm talking about... Oh yeah! Oh, I I, for, I just kind of um. Yeah, forgot this was a book. <laughs> yeah, like this ain't no book anymore. Mm-hmm. I I bet my little cousin is like having. Like, it would be funny if my little cousin, who's of elementary school age, she had her own cheese touch thing. You know, I think Fregley used to be a really popular person, despite his weirdness. But no one likes him because he has the cheese touch. <laughs> and now for one of the most seminal moments in the entire scene, in the entire movie. Hey, Greg, you want to come over and play? <laughs> yeah, this this movie has so much chaotic energy. Almost, this I think it has... I think the movie Door in the Lost City of Gold has just as much chaotic energy. Cause it's just really self-aware and, like, yeah. I, I should add it to the wheel. I should add that to the wheel along with Ice Age. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie has like a stimulating scene every minute. That's that's hard for movies to do. Like, how can you say that for The Godfather? Oh my god. <laughs> also, the bully's name is Quentin. Take that as you will. The joke is he probably likes feet. Wait, uh, I already have Ice Age on the wheel. Uh, so <laughs> I should just add... Um, wait, what was it? Um, uh, um, uh, City of Gold. Ah! Indeed. I mean, I, Dora was never my favorite sh show growing up, but it, it does hold nostalgic quality appeal for me, so I would like to see uh, The Lost City of Gold sometime. Yeah. yeah, I want to see that one, too. As somebody who grew up on Noggin and PBS, like... Yes. I, yeah, I literally... 
I, I used to watch Dora religiously as a kid. There they Loaded are, the greatest band of all time. Loaded Diaper! Okay. The Beatles who? Metallica who? The... Ladies and gentlemen, Loaded Diaper! <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get our Loaded Diaper cover of I Want You? Oh god. Hear me out, we need a Loaded Diaper album with a cover Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh my god. We needed like we need a loaded diaper album with a cover of the Electric Mayhem, and then and vice versa. And we need a loaded stay. diaper album with a cover of LA Blues. Stuck inside of Mobile with my melancholy Memphis <laughs> LA running down Roadhouse outside. Woman Blues Brothers variation again. Oh yeah, like uh, since the Electric Mayhem show is on the horizon, um, it would be it would be interesting if they actually put out an album. And even more so if it included Stuck Inside a Mobile with My Melancholy Memphis LA Outside Roadhouse Running Gun Outside Woman Blues Brothers Variations again. <laughs> it's a, that's a tongue twister if I've heard one. <laughs> I, uh, let me say it. Uh, let me see if it, uh, what it is. Um. Hmm. You know, I didn't really used to think much of this scene when I was younger, but this is a really pivotal scene for Greg. Because this is when he realizes that he wants to be the most famous person in middle school. Yeah. Stuck inside a mobile with my melancholy Memphis LA running gun roadhouse outside. One and Blues Brothers variations again. By the entire, uh, by the end of this podcast, that, that title is going to fill the, an entire novel. <laughs> yeah, um. It would be so funny if we could find out more movie titles to fit in there. Mm. It's him. He's back. <laughs> also, Roderick notes that the that he is going upstairs because it's the bass solo right now. And you can hear the bass solo, which is part for the course for bass. Worst instrument alive. And just so it's clear, I am um, I, I like the bass, but it's fun to make fun of them because they're not guitar or piano or violin. It's very um, I mean the, <laughs> nobody cares about the drummer to quote uh, Twenty One Pilots. Uh, we just went, uh, missed one of my favorite Roger quotes. Let go, baby hippo. <laughs> that 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 line has so much energy in it. This entire movie has so much energy in it. Yeah. It has so much chaotic energy, and I love it. The peep, the reason those critics hated on it, in that uh, critics' consensus, is because they they were they were not middle schoolers. They could not relate to what was happening. They probably never even heard of middle school, because they're stupid critics. They were too stupid to get in school. Hmm. That was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Uh, so I. So um, I'm actually in, like the the Nick the new Steven Spielberg movie. It's like this slice of life movie uh, called The Fablemans. It's gonna world premiere at TIFF this year, and, and hmm. from seeing it, it looks interesting. Mm -hmm. Even though it has Donkey Kong in it and uh, Michelle Williams, Seth Rogen. Yep. 
It also has Paul Dano in it. No! This wasn't how it was supposed to be. Also, uh, of all the things I expected this movie to have, a golden shower was not one of them. Uh, so here's the Fableman's plot. Growing up in the post-World War II era Arizona from age 7 to 18, a young man named Sammy Fableman discovers a shattering family secret and explores how the power of movies can help him see the truth. So he's a young, inspire, young aspiring filmmaker based on Spielberg himself. It's mm. poggers. Yeah, it, it has got to be better than Ready Player One. Which uh, my mom has been trying to make me watch this entire week, but she has not been successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie sure did exist. It didn't need to exist, but it did. Um. Also, you think the 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 girls from Heather's were bad bitches? Wait until you meet uh, the the girl coming up here, Patty. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Martha Dumptruck in the flesh. Here comes the fake bitch squad. Yeah. Shut up, Heather. <laughs> I can't think of an epic Heather's quote to make here. Also, by the way. Uh, not a, Greg Heffley is also one of the biggest rappers Eminem was too afraid to diss. <laughs> Patty Patty is a, is a fatty, has a face just like a ratty. Rats, <laughs> He's a rats. sociopath. <laughs> rats, rats, we are the rats celebrating yet another birthday bash. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, rat boy genius? He sounds like a genius. You know they they I think they underused Chloe Grace Barrett's a bit in this movie. Mm. And I think it was and I and I think it was too bad that she didn't appear in the next movie uh Roderick Rules which I'm not going to lie is better than this one despite yeah. how nostalgic this movie is for me. Yeah. It's pretty yeah cuz apparently it's mall scene is on par with the Blues Brothers mall scene. Yeah, <laughs> they're the same scene, yo. It's literally the same, like, and it's similar to Parasite, and you... I can't so believe Parasite ripped it off. Yeah. I... Are movies so unoriginal these days, or what? Yeah, I... Yeah, I I'd really love to get you... i really love to see you watch Parasite. I think it's on a streaming service. Um, let me see, um, let me... Let me just check Just Watch, uh, see So where you can see, uh, Greg's stream here is to hurt people. And get famous for it. Mm -hmm. hmm, let me, let me check where it's streaming in the U.S. Ooh, it's looks like it's on Hulu and Canopy, which nobody's heard of. Well, you've heard of Canopy, so that's a good sign. Ah, uh, it's just telling me it's on Canopy. You could also rent it on uh, Voodoo. Sounds like Voodoo. <laughs> I mean, I love how Voodoo is like 
Literally just a couple letters off from Hulu. You, you got Hulu? No, I got Voodoo. Um, I have, uh, we got the streaming services we have are Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Paramount Plus, and I believe Peacock. Hmm. Very based. Yes. I thought you were going to say basic because that is a very basic. Uh, a lineup like of a, streaming services. There's like a bundle where you can get Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN. I think we also have ESPN. <sighs> yeah, we have. Um, I'm sure we have like a lot of stuff. We have. I know we have Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. What else? Um, we don't have Paramount Plus. We do have HBO Max. Um, what else? Um, I think I have Peacock, but mm. not my family. We don't mm. have we have different streaming services up here. So my family and I have uh, we have Netflix, Disney Plus, and Prime, and basically that's it. We might get Apple Plus. Uh, we had Crave, which has all the a lot of the HBO stuff. Um, I mostly got Crave so I could watch Winning Time. And I also want to point out that uh, Super Freak by Rick James is playing in this scene. Oh, we do have Apple Plus, and we also have... Oh, that's right. We have Apple Plus, too. That's how my parents are able to watch Ted Lasso. Mm, yeah. I might get Apple Plus, um, only because I want to watch Coda and the Fraggle Rock Coda's reboot. Amazing. And, uh... Mm -hmm. And like I and I have a bunch of stuff. Like it's the gift that keeps giving. Let me see what's on Apple. Mm -hmm. We also have Amazon Prime. Shows they have they Amazon Prime. We we always have I both of us. We have streaming services. We keep forgetting we have. There's just so many of them. Yeah, we have. Yeah, my me and my mom. We both have Fire Sticks for our TVs. So we get like a bunch of streaming services already. <sighs> no. You know, I'm not a fan of mashed potatoes, but when I saw those mashed potatoes that Greg was just putting on his plate, I was just instantly hungry. <laughs> They're just so, they look just so filling. Hmm. So let me see. They have, like, Apple has, um, Pachinko, Severance, uh, they have stuff like, uh, uh, for all mankind, uh, um, Dickinson, Schmigadoon, uh, Schmigadoon sounds like a Brigadoon ripoff. I mean, it's a parody of musicals. It's like, that's fair. Let me see what they else they have. Uh, Central Park, which is like a, this musical sitcom. I really mm. want to watch that one. Mm. They have also, I, I want to point out that I, I kind of always loved watching this scene because in like a couple of seconds there's a funny uh, cartoon of, of Muscle Buff uh, Greg just deflating. <laughs> and seven-year-old me just ate that up. Yeah. Because I was seven. Fun fact, when I was seven years old, I was seven. Fun fact, Diana was alive hours before she died. 
Fun fact, Fun at 9.12 p.m., the time is 9.12 p.m. Every 60 seconds in Africa, a minute passes. Together, we can stop this. <laughs> Once when I was seven years old, I sat on a banana. And that, I had a that changed, changed my life. life. <laughs> uh, this is the, probably the big girl boss moment of the entire movie. If you asked me. <laughs> I'm excited for the Wizard of Oz scene. Oh yes, that was the that's a great one. Yeah, that was a great scene. <laughs> She's a girl. Where do I grab her? Uh speaking of the Wizard of Oz, did anyone ever find out about um the Sesame Street Lost episode that Oh yeah. I was actually it. watching the Blame It on George documentary about this before I came on here. <laughs> A great day for women. <laughs> it was like it's so fun to see. It's so cool to see like a notable piece of lost media get found like that. Yeah. Indeed. I don't know why uh, that incident made Greg lose uh, popularity because uh, he was he was front page that, that should at least get him some popularity even if it's just second place he's up there yeah um they're uh, actually working on a yo new yo gabba gabba show on apple plus they are yeah i think Wait, dj lance announced it on uh on his like tiktok or something you're joking i'm not what? joking we're Holy truly living shit. in a we're truly living in a blessed timeline Oh my yeah. god! Are you seeing my favorite thing? Wait, no, we're actually living in a Borders timeline because, yes, while Yo Gabba Gabba's coming back, James Corden still exists. It has nothing to do with Yo Gabba Gabba, but still, yeah. the fact that he still exists is sad. Yeah, and there's, like, we need to get him away from the Yo Gabba Gabba show. Oh my god. Um, speaking of kids' shows, uh, the Wiggles are coming to my area in September. Nice. Also, I'm not watching the Yo Gabba Gabba reboot until they bring back the Aquabats, because they were on that show all the time. Yeah, they should make, like, they had a, like, they had this Aquabats, um, like, like the, the Aquabats had their own show on the hub back when it was called the hub and not Discovery Family, and it wasn't just, like... HGTV shit. Hmm. Aquabats, they're like third wave ska, right? Yeah, they're like with a superhero motif. Hmm. Yeah, I actually remember watching a tiny bit of that. Hmm. I only watched like a little bit of I had like a like when it comes to like the shows that I watched, I had a it was like a big variety of what I watched. Yeah. yeah. But um, it but the main stuff that I was that I watched was like Nugget and PBS. But um, I'm honestly surprised. I'm honestly really sad to see that nobody else has watched HBO Family. Have you guys heard of that block? No. I think so. Uh, I used to. It wasn't just me. Um, I I watched some HBO Kids sometime. You remember? Does anyone remember Crashbox? Let's go! Let's go! Yes! <laughs> yes! 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 Riley, um, what it's are your official. We're siblings. Yeah. 
Raleigh, what's your opinions on Fraggle Rock? I haven't watched it. I've never mm. seen it. Yeah. Uh, what are you oh, waiting it's... for? It's so good. It's on app. I think all the old episodes are on Apple TV Plus, along with the um, reboot. I should. Yeah. I should. I, you know, I have to admit. Uh, I have to say, uh, since we're talking about the Aquabats in Yo Gabba Gabba, I should also mention that there's this this kooky uh, drawing guy who uh, he would like draw things on the show like a cat or a truck or something and it was cool and do you know what that guy did before he was drawing on yo gabba gabba business beats was that the guy what oh, he was though he was the lead singer for devo whoa mark mother's bow and then yep. he did the score and then he for- did the music for Mitchell's versus machines and the rocky oh, bullwinkle movie wasn't um Bismarcky? Bismarcky was on Yo Gabba Gabba too. Yeah, gather round for Biz's Beats. I always thought that Jimmy Buffett was on Yo Gabba Gabba once, but apparently I misremembered, and it was Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> <laughs> Jimothy Eat World. <laughs> Jimothy Eat Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> no. So here we essentially have. Uh, Greg Heffley grooming Rowley to be a functioning member of society. He's very, like, racist and fascist in that way. But then again, Greg Heffley is a sociopath. He, like, he's just kind of Eliza doolittling his way into society. Kind of. That's, that's- he also, you know, he also said, in this, this scene here... He, we really see Greg as kind of uh, homophobic because he's trying to erase any type of effeminacy in Rally by spray painting his Joshi bike with completely black spray paint. Hmm. I, this is uh, this is society. Uh-huh. Joker, but Arthur Fleck is replaced by Greg Heffley. <laughs> and like. Oh, he- and here's another great uh, quote from our our boy Rally Jefferson. Hey Bryce, cute butt. Cute. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of not surprised that Greg Halfley is has lot, these very conservative and anti-feminine beliefs. I mean, his father's like a civil war historian and i'm i feel like greg halfway's mom would vote republican honestly i mean she is she's like obsessed with uh her like family values oh my god oh my god there's a diary of a wimpy kid musical there is Is a tiktok musical there is yeah, I would. I, I, I didn't. I, I briefly thought for like a nanosecond that it was like uh, the Flat Stanley musical, where it was like a community production. It was just like a tour, community touring production. Oh and it's it Diary out, of a Wimpy Kid, the musical. It's real, and it's a. It's it's amazing. It's a TikTok musical. It's cringe. Uh, and it just had its first run a couple months ago, in Minnesota. Oh. Oh, it, it actually isn't. Oh, I I just kind of 
I, I just kind of, my brain hit, did an oopsie. Holy shoot. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid is on its 16th book. Cow, it's so... Wow, that's, that's a long run. Also, also have... here's one of my favorite scenes where Roderick explains the deep lore behind the devil worshipper woods. So apparently, uh, these kids, they broke into an old lady's house to bake cook, cook pizza, but they forgot to turn off the oven and the house burnt down with everyone inside. And how did the trees get there? And then they planted trees. <laughs> I love that. I love that quote so much. <laughs> yeah, that raised the same energy as the hash slinging slasher from SpongeBob. <laughs> we needed a, a whole movie with Roger Kefley. Yeah, where's the Roderick spinoff? The trilogy wasn't enough. And the, for the fourth movie does not count. Yeah, that one sucks. I'm very sorry it. that... I'm very sorry for Alicia Silverstone. She thought that was going to be the movie to save her career. It wasn't. What movie? Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Wait, she was in that? She was the mom. What? <laughs> oh my god, she is in that! Yeah, it, this is the society we live in. I mean, I mean it makes uh, Bat her uh, role in Batman and Robin much more fought better. Anyway, this is a Halloween. This is a Halloween scene right now. Uh, Riley, you told me yesterday that last Halloween you were in Trapta from Shira. I was. Hmm. Mm. Pretty good. I, I have a, I have a Vanellope costume. I I don't often wear anymore. I I also once dressed as Louise from uh, Bob's Burgers. Hmm. Oh, that's a, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I mean. Any character that's voiced by Kristen Shaw was going to be great. Yeah, I also had a Mabel costume. I, I, no. I'm thinking of making an improved version of the costume. Like, just have... Yeah. This yeah. is our kingdom come. I can't believe uh, Greg Caffrey got defaced by the Dukes of Hazard. Okay, so mm, let me see what else. Um, so, this is one of the oh. best chase scenes in movie history, guys. You I have... So, it's a month before um, we go on a hiatus. I'm going to be going away for a little... For about... Uh, I'm going to be off... We're, we're not going to do the show for uh, roughly two weeks. Because I'm going to be okay. away at that time. It's less than a month now. And... Uh, mm. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, we'll sure miss you, both I mean, on my podcast and this one. Well, that implies that we're going to keep going without you, but that's not the case. Okay, let's see what, um, what, 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 I'm, what interesting things Target's going to have. Um, 
Mm. So like ah uh, yes, because tar- there there are no targets in Canada anymore. Yeah, I, I would really love to. Like we had Target for a couple years, uh, it just kind of fizzled out, and we have we had one Target in town. It's still abandoned to this day. It's mm. kind of sad. Indeed. Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah. Where are you going? Oh, um, I. I I don't want to dox myself, but um, oh. I'm going to New York for for about a week. Well, right. uh, I mean, New York's a big place. I mean, it's anyway. I'm just reading about that daughter of a wimpy kid actor who got arrested. Uh, I like that shot. It's very oh, intimidating. Yeah. Very badass. Most badass scene in movie history. Top 10 anime badasses. <laughs> oh, um, I had this random thought when we were talking about, like, costumes and stuff. Um, this isn't really a random thought. I've wanted to do this for a while. But um, I'm thinking about um, crocheting my homecoming dress for this semester. Wow. That's fun. Like, a dress has always been, like, my dream project when it comes to crocheting. And I've wanted to make one, so that's probably what I'm gonna be doing. But mm. I like to, yeah, yeah. I'd really mm. like to crochet a dress. I'd like to yeah. learn to crochet. I want to crochet dolls. I want to crochet amigurumi dolls. Have you ever done that, Riley? I have. Hmm. You should. You should totally show me. You should yeah, totally show me how it's... because I can't really get the hang of it. Yeah, I taught myself through YouTube. Ah, uh, YouTube. Uh, maybe a Zoom session is in order so we can uh, crochet <laughs> together? Yeah, indeed. What if we uh, all I'm... just like got on like a VC and we just had a full-on crochet session? Yes, um, we, the three of us, we meet up for the first time. All we do on our first meeting is cro- crochet. <laughs> I'm actually like I'm actually crocheting as you guys as you were speaking. <laughs> oh my god, it's Satan. It's Satan himself. Uh, it's Satan. Frankly. <laughs> no, that's Satan. Jesus is here. He loves you. Except Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke that's a reference to my day at a time calendar, which featured like a, a mis a misspelling which said like Accept him, like accept him into your heart. But instead, it's like accept, like, like Jesus loves you, except for that guy. And we just <laughs> that guy is Carlos. <laughs> also, um, uh, the cockroach in this scene is the same cockroach from Wally. He lived that long, guys. Trust me. Uh, that's going in the lore. Woo! More lore. <laughs> Diamond would be kid takes place in the same universe as Wally. Oh my god. Um. Oh yeah, I was recent. I was watching this one video. I was gonna watch this one video once I finished the series, but somebody did an entire video explaining the lore of War Girl. <laughs> well, is it like in a like an, in an ice iceberg meme uh, format? No, it's like the actual entire lore of the show. 
I feel like I should do that, but with Wanderer over Yonder. Mm. <laughs> I love to do that with uh, like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm. I'd love to do that with Cyber Chase. Because mm. that show has so much lore to it. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> More lore dumping than um, that one scene from the kids' songs, very silly songs. Ah, yes, the box. You need to do an entire video about the lore of kids' songs now, Andrew. Yes, I do. <laughs> did you did you know that the box is in every kids' songs video? Yeah, like okay, sometimes wait. it's fast. What if I take this moment to explain the entire lore of the funny girl drama? <laughs> <laughs> Just a video explaining the entire lore of our, our respective podcasts. <laughs> the entire lore of Watch This. And for some... And for those who didn't get the Carlos joke, uh, a while back I did a Hunger Games simulation where, like, I just put Carlos in it, um... It was the first one I ever did, and um, and uh, Carlos won over 80s robot from the Muppets because 80s robot somehow managed to fall and drown in a small puddle of water, which is totally in character for him. I feel so bad for Raul. He's stuck in a toxic friendship with this Gregory Heffley character. Okay, let me see what's. I want to see what's there to talk about. Um, it's the it's the pickup truck. I. <laughs> I'm gonna see a letterbox. Um. I love how this. Uh, I I love how like how stupid this is, and yet it works so. <laughs> Like what? What happened? Um, uh, they were hiding from the bullies by just getting on their knees, and somehow it worked. Who uses kiwis as uh, as snowman eyes? Uh, people, people, weird people. Cause these are weird. Don't call Rally weird. He's baby. Ah. Oh, sorry. Um. If any, uh, I, I, if anything, one thing, Greg is the weird one. He's the, he's not right in the uh, head. I, I just found a letterbox list of a lost and found media. Um, a loggable film that uh, has some loggable films that have been considered a uh, lost media. Uh, Crybaby Lane, a Nickelodeon movie, and uh, Food Fight. <laughs> The Rhapsody Street Kids Believe in Santa. Oh god, that one. Two different movies called The Adventures of Johnny Kassar. <laughs> I can't believe he just killed Rowley like that. Uh, ah, The Passion of Joan of Arc. That's, that's an interesting movie. Because, Isn't that like, from the 20s? 
Yeah, it was in the 20s. Uh, it was considered lost for years until, like, 1981, when it was found in, in, like, the original cot was found in a Norwegian insane asylum of all places. And now it's considered one of cinema's greatest classics. Well, they gotta have the inmates watch something while they're while they're in the the cells. It was like in BoJack when all the the inmates were watching Pieces of April. And, but and they were watching Pieces of April, but before they were watching The Family Stone until they like they um. <laughs> hmm. Um. Also, one of the like. One of the early um, episodes of Doctor Who, one of the lost ones, that it was found in a church basement. Hmm. Also, oh, uh, this reminds me of one of my favorite lost episodes, where it was just a bunch of cheap walking cycles. Oh! <laughs> yes. I can't believe SpongeBob portrayed us like this. Like I can't. I love how, like, Riley got so much attention from his broken arm, and yet he, he still hasn't even cracked the top ten most popular kids in middle school. Is it, are you guys still there? Yeah, I'm, yeah we're still there. Oh, I just thought of something. Wait, hear me out. It, what if in the Diary of Your Love Again universe, the valedictorian is determined by who's the most popular person in the school? <laughs> The most popular girls in school. I don't know why I just randomly thought of that old video. That old... Mm -hmm. It's... Br I haven't seen Ravi in so many minutes. Yeah. He's one of the other best guy. Mm-hmm. You know... All the every everything I've seen, uh, Karin Brar in the guy who plays Robbie and Jesse, they portray him as like a very weak guy. But if you see pictures of him today, he he has aged very well. I watched him in Star Girl recently. Oh, he was in Star Girl. Cool. Yeah, he was in Star Girl. In just a couple seconds, we're gonna see. And one of the greatest pop cultural fads to have existed in the in the last uh, twenty or so years. Hmm. Ah, I know. Of this. Oh no! I stepped in a puddle. At least it's not acid a puddle. Oi, no! It is an acid puddle. <laughs> Zooey mama. mama. Wee mama. Oh my god, I'm gonna make that a Hunger Games sim event. Player one steps in, steps in a puddle, but at least it's not an acid puddle. Ay, 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 it is an acid puddle. Zooey mama. <laughs> and here's my, and here's another uh, cartoon. I can't wait to open this box. It's not a box, it's a brick, you dumb moron. <laughs> I've been trying to open it all day. This is like, it kind of, it's like if Arthur Fleck decided to make comics. I swear, Greg Keffley is going to become the Joker. Yeah. This is Greg Keffley's Joker arc. <laughs> <laughs> this is the literally me incident. He'd be just like me, for real. 
I like how this movie is kind of like a series of vignettes instead of like just one big story. Yeah, it feels like a vignette. It feels like just a series of vignettes. Yeah. And it all finally comes together in the last vignette. I love how we're talking about this movie like it's a Jean-Luc Godard flick. Like it secretly is. This is put that like, in the lore. Put that in the lore. Jean Luc Godard secretly directed this movie. Like, ah, yes, the, I put it in the lore. Um, Jean Luc Godard secretly made Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Mhm. Mm I love how I think it's amazing how Jean Luc Godard is still alive. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for some reason, I was um, confusing this uh, with, like, The 400 Blows, which is a different director. Um, mm. Like, Truffaut. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... I know about uh, French New Wave filmmakers, but I don't know about uh, French New Wave films. Uh, I hear The 400 Blows is uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Breathless, My Life to Live, Contempt, Purol Le Fou, and A Woman is a Woman. Someone should really tell that to Matt Walsh because he did a documentary called What is a Woman? And we should just say, A Woman is a Woman. Now shut up. For context, uh, Matt Walsh is a transphobe and should die. Zooey Mama. Zooey Mama. Mama has more cultural impact than Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman? Oh. Me when I... Wait, um... I want to I wanna test something out. Let me see here. Um... Um, when you're trying to deliver a love letter to your wonderful wife, only to find out you've been framed for murder. Zoo wee mama. <laughs> like, uh, like, oh my God! Hear me out. Who framed Roger Rabbit? But it's just like zoo wee mama every time something bad happens. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? But uh, Eddie Bowhand is replaced by Greg Heffley. Uh, but uh. And and Roger Rabbit's just Raleigh Jefferson. Oh my gosh, who who framed Raleigh Jefferson? <laughs> Raleigh Jefferson is baby. He would never kill anyone intentionally. <laughs> intentionally is the key word. I mean, he is wanted for vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> I love how it's just ingrained now that Rally has ran over someone accidentally. <laughs> Sorry, I had to burp, which was why I, that accidentally sounded weird. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, I think this is a rather boring part of the movie, so let me just share some uh, news coming up for me. Uh, next Tuesday, I'm going to go see ZZ Top live. Ow! Oh! Now you and I are both going to happen in the same room as ZZ Top. Only I got to see them for free because I work at the 
concert hall. And Ryan, well, you saw them too. ZZ yeah. yeah. Wait, all three of us have seen ZZ Top. Yes. You could call us the Trace Hombres. Yeah. Yeah, we because we are the Trace Hombres. Let's when go. We, wait, guys, when we meet up, we should start a we should start a ZZ Top cover band. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I I'm like I haven't really learned any instruments, so like um, it's it's all right. We can just we can just play instrumental tracks on on like our iPhone, and we could just do karaoke. Wait, wait, maybe oh, maybe we can be like that iPhone girl from like ten years ago when she was covering Irreplaceable. Let me see if I can find it. Also, maybe like this Halloween or next Halloween, we should meet up and we should go as ZZ Top. Oh my god. <laughs> I found uh, it. How 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 much can you guys rock a beard? Uh, oh, it'd be funny if some you glasses and a hat. Yeah, maybe. Hey, uh, I have a ZZ Top T-shirt that I got at the show, but uh, I think uh, Riley, Riley, you and I should be the bearded ones, and Andrew can be <laughs> the guy who to get <laughs> guy named Beard, who doesn't have a beard. <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. And uh, since I, I and uh, Frank Beard's the one who plays the drums, and I, at least I think I can play the drums. I, I don't, I have never, I don't, I haven't learned how to play the drums, but uh, it's, it's not, I'm, it can't be that hard. I mean, all I have to do is bang the drum, bing, bum, ba-dum. Uh, just make sure nobody teabags your drum set. I oh frick! They they put tea bags on my drum set. How British! <laughs> that was a Step Brothers reference. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I never watched. I don't think I've watched a single Adam McKay movie in my life. Uh, okay, that's not true. I've seen Anchorman. But, uh, like, like it was like the classic scene where Will Ferrell rubs his balls on John C. Reilly's drum set. Oh my that's, god! That is, oh! Uh, that's smart dumb comedy. Like, anyway, that, like, uh, has... this is well. Step Brothers has a lot of qualities. Does it have this scene though? Because this scene is like probably the the, the biggest scene in the entire movie. Oh my where god! Ra wait. Where Riley finally calls Greg out on his bullshit. I've seen in like a, a Twitter edit of this scene. It's oh like... yeah, where it's so like where it's like a fan cam and it's sad music playing in the background. Yes. <laughs> Don't call me. Don't I come by my it. house. We're I done. Love, like, I love watching those kinds of edits. They're so that, like that dialogue was so raw. <laughs> this entire movie is so raw, guys. Yeah, I absolutely love watching like Twitter edits and stuff. Like it's really fun to watch. Mm. I have to admit I'm not a fan cam person, but I love that edit. <laughs> Romy, you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. Um, hmm. um, I love how Greg just threw a snowball at Rally and expected him to be friends with him again. <laughs> that, that is funny. Uh, wait, I, I was just uh, I, I just remembered the whole burying you scene. It's so funny. Hmm. I, I just want to share it with you. So, like mm -hmm. that movie has so much chaotic energy, it, almost as much as this movie, <laughs> and like everybody, 
Like, we all love movies with chaotic energy. We are chaotic, energetic people ourselves. Yeah. If we all, if three of us met each other in real life, there would be at least one building in town that's burning. We don't even know how it burns. It's just burning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, wait, it just inspired me. Wait, you're gonna make an edit? I'm gonna make a Hunger Games Civ event. Okay. Oh, okay, um... So I'm going to, um... And once again, Greg halfway here is jealous because Riley has fallen in love with another boy that isn't him. <laughs> watching Greg write his diary in real time is like watching God write the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I already just have those best friend shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Riley has a big-ass house. Oh. I think the only reason that Greg hangs out with him is because he's rich. <laughs> I think this is like an affluent, uh, na affluent neighborhood in Vancouver in real life. Because I, cause I, I'm... The Wimpy Kid movies were... I They were filmed in Vancouver. Are you telling me that Diary of a Wimpy Kid is Canadian? Uh, it was only they share the same blood with Rush. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Let me read Riley's uh, same event. Once player one, player two, and player three all meet up for the first time, there will be a random building in town that is burning. They don't know how and how and how is burning, but it is. But oh, they don't know why and how. burning, but it yeah. is. <laughs> I... It's just burning. Anyway, in this in this part of the movie, Greg Heffley is signed to hang out with Fragley, but Frank, but Fragley is like mentally handicapped in some way. Yeah, he, like he has like he has a taxidermist. Mm. He, like, Imagine the the basement scene in Pulp Fiction, but Fragley's just down there. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait, uh, oh no. wait I mean, anyone... Fragley is wanted for. Uh, what torture. was it? Uh, torture. So, it it makes it tracks. It just uh, does. Does anyone remember Chuck Testa? No. Oh, uh, it was like this. Is it was like this. Um, this. Um, uh, it was like this taxidermist guy who made a commercial, and, it, and people were just making fun of it for like a while. Nope, just Chuck Testa, and uh, like some people make memes of it, like. Like, lifelike taxidermist. Like, hey, Mufasa's alive! Nope, it's just Chuck Testa. Anyway, guys, um, get ready for the, the most disturbing scene in an olive cinema. Even more than a human centipede and a Serbian film combined. Because this made me... This, this grossed me out then, and it grosses me out now. Yeah, put on this paper so you can get me back. Oh my god. And they actually show it. Jeez. God. He died. He died right there. The movie just ends. And his father was just waiting there for him. 
fuck? He never let that that weird kid near Greg again. Anyway, it's time for the the greatest one of the greatest segments of the movie, Woo! the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, they're going to audition for the lost episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like, I first thought I started thinking about the scene more when I found out that Jim Steinman, the guy who wrote a lot of Bad Out of Hell, also wrote Total Eclipse of the Heart and Holding Out for a Hero. What? Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> Round every nine minutes. I so, keep forgetting. So next time you watch the epic climax of Shrek 2, think of Jim Steinman. That's what, yeah, I think that's what I said. And here comes my uh, favorite part of the uh, audition scene. <laughs> Turn around, bite <laughs> Josh Groban in the great comedy, like in comparison to other instances of stunt casting. And... Yeah. Also, uh, Greg Hefley's angelic voice here. He was in Dog with a Blog. I'm not kidding. What? Yeah, he played the villainous neighbor, Carl Fink. Hey, like, like the same actor? Yeah, the, the, the guy who did Greg's singing voice. Wow. <laughs> also, Greg Heffley trans moment. Okay, um, I'm just, uh, I hate running out of talking points. Uh, this is Who do you just... think is worse, Greg Heffley or Patty? I I'm... would argue it's Greg because he's a psychological, sociopathical liar guy, whereas Patty is just stuck up and spoiled. She could be easily replaced by any character you want. I can't believe it's been like half an hour and I haven't seen Roderick in a long time. Okay, um, so, um... Yeah, uh... Yeah? So, he, um, Greg Caffley accepts the role as a tree so he can throw apples at Patty Farrell. But there are no armholes, which, uh, as you'll see, is very detrimental to the uh, tree's uh, weight. That raised the same energy as the production of the Wizard of Oz that I saw, where they like they they made like the entire forest sing, so like so all the teen, so like they, it, it could all be um, a teen chorus. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, um, the kid in the bush. I looked this up, but the the kid in the bush right there, he's the one who killed his mom. What? He was the yeah. He was the guy that got arrested and for killing his mom. You, what you mentioned earlier, Riley. Yeah, I know it was that guy though. Uh, it's like it's like you're watching a movie and all of a sudden Charles Manson. <laughs> um, like I and uh, regarding the Wizard of Oz, I already seen a, a production earlier. This was a high school production where like. Like in hmm. like the in like instead like during if I only had a heart they would just have the crows 
No, actually, if I only had a brain, it was the scarecrows. It was the crows. Um. I remember, I remember distinctly making uh, uh, this scene as a as a YouTube poop inside my first Amphibia YouTube poop. Ah. That's right. Can yeah, I, I I shared it with you guys. Don't you guys remember, like before we did like the favorite episode, we sh I shared with you my my amphibia YouTube poop, and oh, then there was like a YouTube poop inside that YouTube poop, and it was a a YouTube poop of this scene. Oh, that's awesome! Because ah. I had nothing else better to do. I should honestly do that. Like, I should make a YouTube poop and put it inside a YouTube poop. I really want- I should honestly do that. Also, wow. it, my first amphibian YouTube poop was like the second most popular amphibian YouTube poop out there. At 19,000 no views. What's the most popular oh, wow. amphibian poop? It's called the Frogocost. <laughs> and my amphibia YouTube poop collab is even more popular at 24,000 views. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I... In, the, in the in my YouTube poop, uh, Patty is yelling at Greg, and then Manny comes to to save him. But then Patty grabs him and throws him and kills him. Oh! And then Manny shows up as at his own funeral, and un Uncle Phil is giving the uh, the eulogy. And then he sees Manny alive, and so he goes and shoots him. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I, I keep coming up with like I, YouTube poop I just things. keep <laughs> I just keep imagining though that Patty would definitely like want to kill Manny. Roderick <laughs> with his video camera. Honestly, I, I don't I feel like we were robbed of uh, a Patty Roderick conversation. Because those two they could have they could have worked as a duo that worked to Destroy Greg Halfley. Yeah, it could happen in like the the Disney specials. But the Disney specials suck. Yeah, but I mean, it's better than nothing. It's better than long haul, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's him. Um. Patrick. Um. You have to put Roderick rules on the wheel now. Yeah, I, I guess I should. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with Dog Days not being on the wheel. I mean, it's a decent closer for the trilogy, but Roderick rules just. It, it, it does everything this film does, but better. Hmm. Anyway, um, Greg's mom just wants to go to a fun little dance, and Greg thinks it's the end of the world, and that someone should pay for it. Hmm. He's uh, about- Greg looks like he's about to freaking murder Roderick. Okay, um... <laughs> okay, um... So, um... So, uh, Greg has this wonderful concoction, this wonderful plan... To take down Roderick once and for all. Yeah, to. Uh, oh no, uh. <laughs> Man, he's reading porn. Oh no. 
The internet is for porn. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to that song I, recently. This and... is the this is the only time we hear a loaded diaper in the movie, and it's sad. And uh, because they're the best band of all time, as we all know. Anyway, um. The... Also, th wait, no, wait. This is just one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Where... I love this. I love this dialogue. Oh, I've also seen this one. It's the um, I've seen an edit of this. Does owning this magazine make you a better person? No. Did owning it make you popular at school? Yes. No. How do you feel about owning this type of magazine? Ashamed. Do you have anything you want to say to women for having owned this offensive magazine? Three, two, one. Sorry, Guys, woman. Three, two, one. Sorry, I'm sorry, woman. I'm sorry, woman. Or as Angel Olsen would say, I'm sorry, woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I have seen this edit. Like, it, I've seen somebody make an edit of this. It's like this exact scene, but it's... um. It's like the music in the background is sexy from Mean Girls, and the lyrics that follow that scene is, This is modern feminism talking. I expect to run the world in shoes I cannot walk in. <laughs> yeah. I actually do it. I actually, um, I want to see if I can find that edit. Mm. Yeah, that's... I also want to point out that the scene, the song playing in this scene is The Freak by Sheik, which was also used in Toy Story 3, released the same year. Which one did it better? Oh, that reminds me of... I think I've mentioned this before, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I remember going to see the movie, and uh, the first trailer was for Prom, which uh, featured... Um, James Corden? No, it featured the song Firework by Katy Perry. Then the next okay. trailer was... Um, was uh, the movie Soul Surfer, which featured the exact same song, Firework by Katy Perry. And, but uh, it thankfully stopped after two, but it, it just kept me, it was just very disconcerting. Katy Perry is taking over the world. <laughs> this was 2011. Yeah, what a innocent year that was. Yeah, before, like, the, like pandemic... Before Riots, before puberty. Quarantine? Before puberty. Yeah, 2011. Hey, you're hey, you're awake. You finally you hit your head pretty bad there. Pandemic, riots, quarantine. Hey, you want to watch Diary of a Wimpy Kid? <laughs> <laughs> We're benching all three movies. Long haul. Disney Plus. What are you talking about? Yeah, that is some good ice cream. Why are they serving it at this school dance? Yeah. I... I, I don't know what to say anymore. I'm just gonna look up you guys some... The... We're nearing the end of the movie. You guys see the edit? Yeah, it's in the... Yeah, I can see it. It's in the chat. I don't want to play it because... Because I don't fear copyright, but... Hey, guys. Guess what? BC Boys time. Yeah, it's time. It is time for the Beachy Boys. Woo. That would be like. 
I don't know what would be really. Wait, imagine if Greg Halfway was in Fight for Your Right Revisited. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Imagine if Rally was in Fight for Your Right Revisited. Imagine if, like, ev like, like, that would, just, like, that, that short still has less characters than Oppenheimer. <laughs> imagine if the Beastie Boys were in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. But, like, the actual, the, the actual Beastie Boys and not just their music right here. And, it, like, Imagine if Seth Rogen just showed up for no reason. Oh my god. I would push there him out of the... Kid Seth Rogen plays Greg Heffley. Uh. <laughs> Mario, I just want to let you know that like, when Can they you, were guys, barrels, I was just smoking a lot of weed. Can you just look at those sick moves? Remember how I said earlier that all the vignettes uh, in the vignettes of this movie climaxed to, this, to like one big vignette? Yeah. Well, we've made it to that big vignette. Yep. This is the ultimate climax of the movie. It starts as Gre Rally approaches Greg, and he says, I'm not gay, Greg. And then... Uh... And then they, they fight some more. And Greg Halfway has still not seen the error of his ways. Right, I'm gonna look up the... Um... I found the list, um, uh, I'm a girl and I'm insane cinematic universe. I have, there is Jennifer's Body, that's the first one. Uh, Jennifer's Body is a movie where, uh, the voice actor of Patrick says, I'll cut off your nutsack and nail it to my door. <laughs> oh. Riley? Did you hear that? I love yeah. that. Um, Queen's Gambit is on there. Midsummer, I Tanya, The Love Witch is which is this weird like seventies style uh schlock movie. Mm. It, it's with feminist anyway. undertones. Mm. Mm, Promising Young Women, Coraline, Us, The Witch, or as everybody likes to call it, the Vivitch. <laughs> Ladybird, Mysterious Skin, uh Mean Girls. But are, but are any of these movies this one? Uh, there. Oh, uh, I suppose Patty's a girl and she's insane. <laughs> she is insane. She needs to go to a mental hospital. Anyway, uh, Greg and Rally are fist fighting. At least trying to. Yeah, that reads the and same. And then, and then, the punks from Halloween arrive. Like I told you, everything's coming back. It's like, uh, it's like. The ending of BoJack season three, all the little details from the the earlier in the season, they come back in the finale. Oh my god! I like that. That just makes me want to get a bunch of spaghetti strainers in the hopes that like, uh, like some, like I'm gonna like strain some spaghetti in like an underground, <laughs> an underwater I city. I have a bunch of spaghetti strainers downstairs. I have no idea why I bought them. <laughs> Yeah, maybe what? it's leading. It's all leading up to. It's all gonna lead up it's, to some. It's gonna lead something. up to something. Yeah. It's, and maybe it's something I won't expect. Hmm. And now, the cheese touch. He's gonna get the cheese touch and freaking die. Like it, it, that's an event in the Shape Gang Hunger Games. Player one gets the cheese touch and fucking dies. <laughs> That should be an event in yours, too. Yeah. 
Player one parties too hard at the Temple of Time and freaking dies. Oh, man. Uh, Riley Jefferson has the two's touch. He's about to die. Uh... I remember, like, remember the event. Player one stands in line for over an hour for bagels. Bagels, I didn't even watch. Watch. Brain cell triple hits. Woo! Yeah, we are the brain cell trace hombres. <laughs> yes. And because Riley Jefferson just ate the cheese and died. Cell. I have this feeling that we all just collectively just share a single brain cell. Yeah. Yeah, like that brain cell just brings us all together. Yeah. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and soon it'll bring together more people. Maybe, yeah. hopefully. After someday. I see, after I see ZZ Top on Tuesday, I'm gonna make a, a like a role specifically for us called the Trace Hombres. Let's go, like on um our on your server. The Trace Hombres, uh, yeah. and in parentheses, seeing ZZ Top. Yes. The no, brain cell tres hombres. Just call it tres hombres. And mm. don't tell anybody the context. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And in his first act of selflessness in his entire life, Greg Heffley proclaims that he ate the cheese and not Rally. Because he is sick and tired of society. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Are any of us also sick and tired of society? Society. And then he's gonna. Society. He's gonna turn into the Joker and he's gonna shoot Roderick. Oh my god. Shoot Roderick on live television. Good night. <laughs> and always remember that's. <laughs> that's that... the T? Uh. Like, I ever seen, um, like, the video Mr. Fredrickson Lives in a Society? It's like an edit of, like, up, but, like, with, um. Mm -hmm. Of course, Greg Heffley's proclamation is never gonna change society, and they're all afraid of him because of the cheese touch. Uh, I share the video. Um, it's a social commentary. This is social commentary. Commentary, guys. Riley, did you ever see the video What Color's an Orange? It's from the Bill and Ted animated series, and I, I was, I'm half expecting you to put it in the videos to laugh at when you're sad playlist. It's so, it's along the with, funniest out of context clip ever. Along with, along with the video, name a yellow fruit, orange. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. I think some oranges can be yellow, though. I don't know. I think the name. I think the name came first. I. I... Hmm. So the color orange was named after the orange. I Interesting. think. Um... Oh. The epilogue. Epilogue. <laughs> We all just share a brain cell. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't My know going to ZZ Top this Tuesday is only going to cement our blood connection. Yeah. 
It's 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 like it's celestial. It can't. It, I can't describe it. Uh, maybe the maybe you guys could go see the Wiggles when they're in my area. Yeah, I mean we'll probably have school, or yeah. as Mega Mind would call it, shul. Yeah, shul. fair, fair. But you know what? We could definitely uh, do the Wiggles Wiggly Safari as a bonus episode. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be interesting. I mean, the Wiggles that are coming here aren't the classic lineup, but, um, wait, I I, I just forgot. Zooey Mama! Did, did you know that they did a Tame Impala cover? What? Yeah, they covered Tame Impala. And um, it's awesome for like Triple J's like a thir like a version, and it's very interesting. Somebody called it a Siva gonna rip in real life. <laughs> so the Wiggles uh, covered Tame Impala. Yeah, it it's like they covered Elephant, and it's oh awesome. I also heard the Wiggles covered Bow Rap. Yeah, they what? did it. Like they did. Yeah, they did a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody, if I recall. No Wait. way. Remember the Muppets version of Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. I do. Just search it up. Wiggles Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Anyway, um this it, No, it, it's it's real. It's called it's off an album called Rewiggled. Whoa. Wiggles Prog Rock Moment. Yep. Okay, hear me out. The Morbius, but it's just the Wiggles. Oh my god! <laughs> I could, I would pay money to hear the Wiggles going, Have sex, have sex, have sex, my yes and yes. Uh, have, you ever seen the, again. Uh, have you ever seen the Wiggles apple bottom jeans? Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I'll check it out after the after we're done with this. Okay, and it, yeah, yeah, after we spin the wheel! Well, the Woo! wheel that will determine what movie we cover next week. Yo, yay. <laughs> and the next movie we'll be looking at is the Lego movie. Everything no is awesome. <laughs> You're joking. Oh my god. Everything is awesome. Really. This is awesome. Let's go. Uh, uh, All right. Birthday episode made even better. All yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>